Welcome to the Bold and Balanced Mama podcast, where we will learn how to cultivate a lively, fierce, fun, and unashamed motherhood. We see it everywhere, this culture of a burnt-out mom being the norm. This hot mess mom running on fumes is not the life we were called to live. We are meant to thrive as women who run after God first and then pour into our family from a full and well-cared-for heart, soul, and body. We see every other mom doing it all, yet most of us deep down are struggling to be it all. There is balance as a mom. I don't believe it is a myth, but that will look different for all of us. And there is a healthy way to do this without running ourselves to the ground trying. We will be talking all things health, wellness, mindset, and pursuing what God has for us in the season we're in. I can't wait to chat with you. So grab a cup of coffee or a matcha or listen while you're doing the dishes or folding the many loads of laundry, mama. This is your host, Caitlin Martinez. Enjoy the show. I hear it so often. I see it so often. And it is so common. I heard the other day in a podcast that it was one in five women have Hashimoto's. That is insane. And so many women don't even know that they have it. So many women, like you maybe, are walking around tired. Digestion is jacked up. Your hair is falling out. You have brain fog. You can't even focus. You sleep all night and you wake up super tired. You have nothing to give to your family and friends, let alone your job. It's just hard, and I get that. If you've been listening to the podcast, my other episodes, go back and listen to those. I have Hashimoto's, and I know and believe that I was triggered by pregnancy. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of my journey with Hashimoto's and how I found out about it today. It all started with probably over-exercising. I wanted to lose weight so bad, and so I was eating 1,200 calories a day. I was working out three to four hours sometimes a day of intense exercise at the gym. I was counting every calorie. I was low-fat, no sugar, low-calorie, over-exercising. That was killing my adrenals. I didn't know that. I looked great, but I was like starving all the time, and I felt crappy. Well, then I lost my period because of that. And the doctor I went to wasn't the brightest doctor in the world. And he told me I had PCOS without any screenings or anything. He said, you need to lose weight, which was crazy because I was eating literally nothing. He told me I need to lose weight. He told me you need to work out more. And here's a diet. And I was like, seriously? So I did not go back to the doctor, needless to say, that doctor. But then he said, you have no period because of this, because of PCOS. Then I just stopped protecting. So Nick and I got pregnant. It was crazy. I was in between jobs. I had lost my job at a church and I was about to go to another job. I was about to interview for a job in Michigan. It's crazy what God does, right? So I'm interviewing for this job about to, and I find out, I get a phone call. They said, we can't have you back in here because we got your pregnancy testing. You're pregnant. I literally bawled my eyes out. So long story short, I didn't go back to work. And that's where it started, I believe, was after I had my son. 
and I'll tell you another podcast, my birth stories are pretty incredible. My first boy, um, and then about, I had him, it was a natural birth in a birth center. It was a 14 hour labor. Long story short, a couple weeks later, I didn't feel good. Like every time he ate something, I was cramping. Um, normal postpartum stuff that I thought was normal for me. <sighs> and then baby number two happened. And then Hunter, I had Hunter a couple years, like a year and a half later. And after that, it got worse. My digestion got worse. I was doing the oils. I was doing all the natural stuff. At that point, I had that, was eating dairy and I had cut gluten, I believe. I didn't know. So I hired an NTP, which is a nutritional therapy practitioner, which is what I am going back to school for in a couple of months to become a nutritional nutritional therapy practitioner. We were doing all the right things. I eliminated so many foods. I had done so much, and yet I was not getting better. I was having horrible mood swings, and I realized that the digestion, horrible mood swings, anxiety, and the stress... My husband had lost a job. We were moving like all the major life decisions and anxieties were happening at that moment in time. My baby Hunter was probably like four or five months old. It was still like postpartum and it was awful. And the more I did research about it, and I was taking my temperature every morning. It was super low. That is a key sign that you have hypothyroid. I had hypothyroid. I went to the doctor and they said, yep, you have hypothyroid. It was like almost immediate when I got on medication. At first, when I found out I had hypothyroidism, I was very angry because I had taken care of myself. I had done the oils. I was doing doTERRA. I was doing the business. I was doing healthy food and taking care of myself, yet I was struggling and I had to get on medication and that was like the death of me. I didn't want to be on medication, but I knew that that was going to help me. So I did. I got on a natural desiccated thyroid medication, and I've been on one since then. And now Hunter is seven. So that was like six and a half years ago, a little over six and a half years ago that I got on medication. So I didn't have antibodies at the time because I wasn't doing gluten. I wasn't doing dairy. Later down the road, I got pregnant again with Zoe. And this is in 2016, I believe. It's horrible when you have three kids. You don't remember the years they were, they were born. So I had her. I was pregnant with her. And I was going through a really hard job situation. And it was so stressful that I was coming home crying a lot. And there was a lot going on. We were trying to buy a new house. We were trying to build a house. All different life changes again. And the stress and the digestion was horrible horrible. I was doing all the right things and I was taking all the right supplements, but my body was just not handling it because I was stressed out. Now, when you have autoimmune disease, it's supposed to be suppressed when you're pregnant, but because of all the stresses in my life, it was ramped up. I went to a different doctor. I forked out a lot of money to go to a functional integrative medicine doctor. That's what it was, integrative medicine doctor. And I went on a program and I found out I had SIBO. So SIBO is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. If you have thyroid issues, it's usually stemmed from gut dysfunction. SIBO is super common. What this means 
is the bacteria should stay in your large intestine, but it is creeping up into your small intestine, meaning there's like bacterial overgrowth and it's like fermented foods and all this stuff sitting in your gut where it shouldn't be. That causes leaky gut. All these digestive issues that we don't talk about enough was like triggering, obviously digestive issues, but it's also triggering my anxiety, my immune system compromised, my Hashimoto's. So he had me, I hadn't had like dairy and gluten in so long. He ran some tests, but before that, he wanted to see if I had Hashimoto's because prior to that, I I quote unquote didn't. He had me eat gluten and dairy and do a test, blood test the next morning. My antibodies shot up into the hundreds. That had never shown up on blood work before. So that was a key sign. I had Hashimoto's. So I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's and I was about nine months pregnant with Zoe, my last one. That was hard. It was so hard to handle. I went into overdrive. I went on AIP autoimmune protocol, which was crazy. And then I did AIP and low FODMAP. AIP low FODMAP diet is like super restrictive. And go Google what it is, but it couldn't be on coffee or chocolate or garlic because low FODMAP, garlic and onion, things like that were triggering my stuff. Now it worked. I felt so much better. But it was that restrictive eating that stressed me out too. So it was a matter of like counting not counting calories, but seeing what was in my food every second of every day and worrying about food. But I did feel better. So I had my baby, had Zoe. It was a, it was the hardest, it was shortest, but it was hard. And I started reintroducing new foods. But let me tell you this. When you find out you have Hashimoto's or hypothyroid, the doctor's probably going to get you on medication. They should. Okay. And I'll tell you this right now. I am not, this is like my personal journey. What I've learned, I am not, this is not for medical advice. You need to see a doctor. You need to see probably a functional doctor, a naturopath, a holistic doctor is going to get to the root cause of your Hashimoto's, not just give you medication and then send you on your way. There are things to support your thyroid and there's like a root cause to why your thyroid is flaring up and thyroid issues are super common and they're just thrown with a band-aid with medication and it's so frustrating. This is the reason why I want to help you guys in becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner. Key signs to why are key signs to that you, sorry, key signs that you may have Hashimoto's or hypothyroid. Cold hands and feet. This is like massive because I was freezing all the time or my extremities were cold because all the cortisol was running to my body to take care of it and it was taking away from the circulation of my feet and my hands. I was crashing. Um, I was trying to manage my stress, but it wasn't working. So what happened? You're like, Caitlin, I get it. You felt like crap. You had anxiety through the roof. And you're probably saying, Caitlin, I have all these signs. And you may be in the boat where you're on medication, but you still feel like garbage. Or you may be in the boat where you're not on medication. Your doctor is telling you you're super fine. The blood work is coming back normal. What do I do? Listen, this is so critical. Your thyroid is so important to your body, your metabolism, your hormones, your sleep, your mood, like everything. What do you do? You first cut things in your diet 
most people are not celiac, but very gluten sensitive. It is very important that you cut gluten. You get off of dairy for a little bit. I have not been able to reintroduce dairy yet. But if you do reintroduce dairy, it's going to be raw local dairy with like not conventional pasteurized dairy. Okay. So cutting dairy, cutting gluten, and even cutting sugar and grains. I have been able to reintroduce oatmeal. I do rice sometimes, but it's the quality of the grain. I do sprouted oatmeal and it's gluten-free. Okay. Now you say, Caitlin, oats are gluten-free. Yes, but they are processed in areas where it can be like compromised and cross-contaminated with gluten. Okay. I did paleo. I did AIP. I don't recommend doing that for an extensive period of time. When you do paleo, do not overdo the nuts and the desserts and all those things, okay? So change your diet. When you eat cruciferous vegetables, make sure they are cooked. They are goitrogenic, okay? You need to cut um, gluten, dairy, sugar, soy. Soy is going to cause estrogen dominance. It's a phytoestrogen, things like that, okay? Uh, Then hire somebody Uh, you'll be able to hire me next year. I'm going to take on some people for free um, later on in my schooling, but right now I just don't have the knowledge yet. Hire a nutritional therapy practitioner along with a doctor who is not just a normal endocrinologist, someone who's going to get to the root cause and help you. Oh my gosh, this next thing is really critical. Are you listening? No, seriously, you have to be listening to me. You can have all your ducks in a row, your food, your supplements, your sleep. But if you are not managing your stress, you're going to have flares. Your thyroid's not going to work well. Your body, your digestion, your brain. And you're probably saying, I get it, but I have three kids and I stay at home with my kids and I homeschool my kids and I'm going crazy and my husband works long hours. Same, sister, same. Seriously, I understand. You have to learn ways to manage your stress. For me, that's exercising. For me, that's getting the kids in bed at an early time. And for me, that is relaxing at night, turning off my brain, turning off the phone, and allowing my body to get sleep and restoration. For me, it's doing daily walks, whether it's like 10 minutes or an hour. Walking outside, getting vitamin D is going to help you. Exercise that is not super intense and it's going to stress out your adrenals. We'll go into that later on. You have to have a support system. Do not heal on your own. I'm not talking about your doctors, okay, and your your NTP. I'm talking about friends that get it and they're going to pray for you or support you. Hopefully your husband or your boyfriend, whoever, somebody that's going to be there supporting you 100%. It's going to cost money. It's going to cost time. It's going to cost energy, but it's going to be so worth it. Healing your gut. Okay. A lot of people, I don't have this problem. I have the opposite sometimes, but a lot of people have like constipation issues. Bear with me. Getting your gut in check is super important along with stress management and they go hand in hand to healing your thyroid. So gut healing means um, collagen, grass-fed collagen, grass-fed gelatin, quality, quality, quality food. What's quality food? Animal protein 
that is grass-fed beef, that is pasture chickens, as local as you can get, as clean as you can get. I know this stuff's expensive. Girl, I know. Cut corners or cut expenses in other places of your budget to be able to afford these things. So getting all those things, getting as organic as possible, getting local. And here's the deal. Here's the thing I'm learning about is that just because it says organic doesn't mean it's necessarily healthy. And you're asking me why. They have to spend money to have that label organic. So I would really encourage you to find local farms, a farmer's market. I am a part of a co-op here where I can get local raw milk and um, vegetables and fruits that are fresh, that are not sprayed with pesticides, things like that. So gut healing, um, stress is a part of that. Stress is going to cause inflammation in your body. You need to lower inflammation. The last thing is toxin overload. And this is why I choose to use oils. This is why I choose to use branch basics as cleaning. And we'll go later on in um, more episodes on what I use for toxins or like non-toxins in my home. But I love using oils. I love using CBD. I love using beauty counter that's why I'm, i am a consultant with them beauty counter is like one of the leaders in clean we ban 1800 toxic harmful ingredients in our products so i use cleaner safer things i throw away my candles i don't use candles things like this that is going to overload your body with toxins and not allow you to heal okay all of these things are critical and i know you're looking at me like caitlin that's a lot of stuff i know bear with me. Baby steps. Baby steps. I have a free download that is gluten and dairy free and sugar free grocery list that I use every week, every month. I will go into later episodes on where I get my stuff from, but that is in my uh, link in my Instagram bio, and I will also link it in the show notes here. So be looking out for that. It's a free download, super simple grocery list for you. I really hope that this was helpful for you. I really hope that you start to take care of yourself. Don't be overwhelmed because the stress could be a trigger to flares. I can't tell you how many times a week I get messages about Hashimoto's, about adrenal issues, about hormonal imbalances, and it's getting worse and worse. And yet there's so many options out there for us to choose to heal our bodies. I'm going to be praying for you praying for healing, believing that God can heal you, believing that God wants the best for you, believing that God wants your body to be whole and that he is with you. I hope this episode was helpful and I would love to hear more about your journey and where you are in your life, your hormones, and I can point you in the right direction to certain doctors in your area and TPs that I trust, things like that. Thanks, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I would love to hear from you. Would you do me a favor? Would you hop over on Facebook or Instagram and send me a message? I want to hear what you loved about this week's episode and how it impacted you. Then, if you did love it, can you hop over on Instagram and share in your stories this episode? 
and tag me in it. I will be sure to share it on my stories as well. Last thing, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss an episode. I'll be dropping one every Monday. I appreciate it. Until next time.